Let's make today the day you get one step closer to becoming the parent you've always wanted to be and the parent your children deserve. Welcome to Powerful Parenting for Today's Kids. I am your host, Erin Taylor, and I have wanted to help parents and children literally since I was 11 years old. I created this podcast to help you make a stronger, healthier, deeper connection to your child, to understand the inevitable challenges a little better, and learn some new ways to navigate them when they occur. Thank you for spending some time with me. Now let's get this show started. Hello and welcome to episode 602. Today we are going to look at part two of Dr. Shafali's book, A Radical Awakening. Part two is called Confronting the Shadow. And in this section of her book, she talks about the many faces of the ego And so in the first part, part one, she looked at how our fear rules us. And now in part two, she looks at how we adapt to these fears. And she's talking about the many faces of the ego. And she says in part two, the ego will not be dismantled until we begin walking toward wholeness. Our internal holes need to be replaced by a sense of wholeness, which is a feature of our authentic self. The task isn't to kill the ego, it's to heal the inner spaces where our true self failed to develop. So in here, she talks about several faces of the ego. And uh, I would say... All of these faces are an attempt for us to feel loved, seen, and heard, worthy, all that kind of stuff. We're trying to protect ourselves so that we don't feel unloved, unseen, unheard, unworthy. She also says in part two, the following chapters allow you, the reader, to identify yourself in its themes and scripts. You may find yourself identifying with several of them all at the same time. This is natural. As you do, keep the spotlight turned inward, asking yourself, how do I use masks to obtain validation in my life? How does my unworthiness directly employ these egoic strategies? As you begin to reflect, you will not only better understand yourself, but also others in your life. So she breaks down these masks of the ego into the givers, the takers, and the controllers. And so she says that Givers want to show the world how good they are, whereas controllers want to show the world how competent they are. And in the category of the givers, she shares, she explains the victim, the martyr, the savior, and the bleeding empath. These are all different ways that we give to others. Now, giving to others in and of itself is not a bad thing, and it's not unhealthy for us to do. 
we would we should all try to give of ourselves. But when we give of ourselves to where we're giving away bits of ourselves, we're chipping away at ourselves and we're not retaining our true authentic selves, that's when it becomes a problem. And I think of, uh, well, the victim is the type of person who always feels like um, the other shoe is going to drop. And uh, that we're the poor one in life and people are always taking advantage of us the bad thing always happens to us. Uh, we feel insulted all the time by others. That is an example of the victim. The martyr is someone who gives and gives and gives and then complains or feels uh, taken advantage of, but yet continues to give and has very unhealthy boundaries as well. And then the savior and the bleeding empath are different versions of giving to an extreme that becomes unhealthy. So controllers are the perfectionist, the helicopter, the tyrant, and the shield. And in these uh, examples, I think you probably have heard of a helicopter parent someone who is always hovering, trying to make sure that uh, that the child is overly protected and nothing bad will ever happen to them. And this isn't just being a helicopter parent, it's just being a helicopter in life, trying to control every single thing. The perfectionist, trying to deal with their feelings of unworthiness by being an overachiever, perfect in everything. Uh, that kind of stuff. And again, we're always, these masks are ways that we are trying to uh, avoid feeling unheard, unseen, unworthy, unloved. And so then there's the tyrant who gives and gives and gives and is a pleaser. But then when something triggers her, she blows up and has a... Um, like a tirade. And then the last one is the shield. This is the person who is smooth, cool, unemotional, tough, rational, and dependent. And she will not allow you to see her out of sorts. She always wants to have it all together. So that is an example of how we try to protect ourselves from from feeling unseen, unheard, unworthy, unloved. And then the last group of ego masks is the takers. And that would be the diva, the princess, and the child, always needing or expecting other people to take care of ourselves. And I don't want to go into too much detail about each of these uh each of these types because I, I really want to encourage you to read the book because it will uh, be much more illuminating than anything I could share on a single episode of this part of the book. Uh, but when she gets to the last part of this section of the book, she says, are you feeling as if you are every single one of these descriptions? Your overwhelm is understandable. As versatile beings, we exhibit different parts of ourselves at different times. 
However, once you read about all the different personas and masks, you will recognize that there are only a couple that predominate in each of us. So you can read through this second part and see which of these uh, masks you may wear on a regular basis. So that's what part two uh, seeks to, that's what she seeks to do in part two is to teach us what kind of masks we show up in in our lives and which ones we more often show up in. Once we understand more about how we're trying to ultimately protect ourselves, we might be able to let down, to take off some of those masks and set them down. Instead of being the victim or the martyr or the, uh, the helicopter parent or the perfectionist, maybe we can, or, or the shield, where we always have to seem in control of everything, maybe we can set those masks down and allow ourselves to be vulnerable, to not always have it together, to not always be in control of everything, and just show up as our true authentic selves instead of trying to hide behind one of these masks to ultimately protect ourselves, which actually doesn't protect ourselves anyway because then we're really hiding who it is we truly are. So part two goes even deeper than part one and is really, really good. And there are three more parts of this book that I will be covering with you. Um, Part three is called Back to Nature. So I think that's going to be an interesting one. Part four is called Cracking the Matrix, where we talk about, where Dr. Shafali talks about the lies about love, marriage and divorce, our sexuality, motherhood, beauty and youth, and niceness. Ooh, I have watched Dr. Shafali's work and teachings evolve over the years. And as a friend and as a supporter of hers and a cheerleader of her work, and as I've watched her share some of these teachings that she put in her book here, this particular unit is going to likely be triggering. It triggers lots of people when they learn about the different lies that our culture tells us. So stay tuned for that section or that part in two more episodes when we cover part four. And then part five is awakening from the matrix. So that also promises to be quite a good chapter or quite a good unit. So I hope that you are, you've gotten your copy or at least ordered your copy and that you're reading along with me as I go in these podcast episodes. And I hope that I'm shedding some more light onto what you're reading and what you may be thinking about any aha moments that you might be having about yourself and others in your life. Because reading this book will help you to understand much more about yourself and you will see uh, tendencies in a lot of the people that you know. You will start to recognize these patterns and tendencies and, and understand them a little better. So I hope you're enjoying this exploration of Dr. Shafali's book and I will see you for the next episode where we will talk about part three. 
Until then, I hope that you make it a very illuminating day for yourself. That wraps up this episode of Powerful Parenting for Today's Kids. If you know anyone who could benefit from this episode or this podcast in general, please share it with them. Also, I always love hearing feedback from my listeners. I welcome you to send me an email to Aaron at Aaron-Taylor.com if you have any comments or questions that come up for you in an episode. Our children are our future. Parenting them is the most sacred task we will ever be asked to do. It truly does take a village to raise a child. Let's help each other to raise our children to be who it is they are meant to be. If at any point you feel like you need a little extra help and support, reach out to me. I am here to help you.